0: And this project was joyful. It was satisfying. It was a team effort and everybody felt so good about it. It was uplifting and so necessary for us to have that in the workplace.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results, and they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. As we near the end of 2021, we are going to share a few stories with you focused on purpose and gratitude. This week, I have a special guest I'd like to share with you. In Episode 170, Embrace the Call for Transformation in Higher Education, we welcome the University of West Georgia President, Dr. Brendan Kelly. Today, I'm so excited to welcome the University of West Georgia's First Lady, Dr. Tressa Kelly, to our show. Tressa is a proponent of empowering students to find their passion and themselves during their university experience. Tressa spent her childhood years in Michigan, and as the daughter of two educators, she always felt comfortable in the classroom. She earned a Ph.D. in communication with a focus on rhetorical studies from Wayne State University and her master's degree in communication and a bachelor's degree in communication and theater arts from Eastern Michigan University. Tressa coached collegiate speech and debate for more than a decade at the University of West Florida She served as the director of speech and debate and basic course director for the course of public speaking. Having taught for 24 years at the collegiate level in an array of undergraduate and graduate courses, including public speaking, advanced public speaking, research methods, gender communication, social movements, and intercultural communication, Dr. Tressa Kelly always felt like she belonged in higher education, what she calls the gateway to success in society. Being First Lady aligns well with that passion as she enjoys bridging the university and its students, faculty, staff, and alumni with the West Georgia community. She is also deeply interested in community indicators as they relate to community health and wellness, education, food and housing insecurity, and she's on the Tanner Foundation Board of Trustees. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the show Dr. Tressa Kelly.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: So let's get started with the first question. If you would, share a little bit about your background, what it was like growing up as the daughter of two educators, and how that has shaped your life along the way.
0: Absolutely. So both of my parents were public school teachers. My dad was a preschool, early childhood education specialist, and he was fantastic at it. When he wasn't in the pre-K room, he was in third grade room, and he was just the kind of educator who was always paying attention to students, particularly looking out for things like visual impairments, hearing impairments. He just was always very observant. Uh, my mother was in the middle school when I was in the middle school, went to yeah, the correct, high school correct. when I was in the high school. She taught public speaking, argumentation, and debate. Was my speech coach. Literally, I grew up in the schools, and I never had a school environment where there wasn't a parent there. But to be honest, schools to me were always a place where I was welcomed. It was a safe place, a place that I knew I could just be me. And, you know, I think about our own kids now. They grew up in universities. There wasn't a time that they didn't feel that a university was a safe and inviting place. I think that really me in my understanding of uh, why education was so important, not only to our communities, but to me personally, um, in my own professional aspirations.
1: So important. It's in our blood too, Tressa, you know, education. Don't you think I have, um, I don't know if you know this about me, but my grandfather was on the school board for eight years and uh, my mom uh, retired from public school systems. And I always say, I don't think I had a chance to get away from it because they bring you, it's in your blood when they bring you up.
0: You know. Absolutely. And you know, I was um, in education program and it wasn't until I got it right close to student teaching that I realized that really, Secondary education wasn't for me. I love teaching. It's just I wanted a different place. And so that's how I very much stumbled into higher ed, is just being in that education program, talking to other people who were professors, and finding that I needed, I needed a different environment, but I I definitely wanted to be an educator.
1: And as the first lady of the University of Georgia and as being a first lady in universities, you are a teacher. Um, So can you share a little bit about the projects you've been working on and what that means to you?
0: Absolutely. So um, despite having been in the classroom for over 20 years, I believe that I have found my favorite professional experience yet, which is being first lady. And I think that when you are a first spouse, that you serve as a bridge you are a bridge between communities and it's your job to help nurture relationships so i see myself as a bridge between students to their president of the university of west georgia students to the town and region the university is in and also the community to the university making sure the community understands that universities are a place for them that public universities are open for all I've been, you know, at University for West Georgia for only about 20 months now, but I feel like I've already kind of laid some good groundwork for what I what I will be doing here. So first thing is I'm a Blue Coat advisor, and the Blue Coats are presidential ambassadors. And these are just a fabulous group of students. They really represent the best of the best. And they have the opportunity to interact with donors, stakeholders, alumni, and Probably I think some of my favorite parts about being their advisor is to help develop their professional public speaking skills, but also soft communication skills. How do they interact? How do they network? How do they join a conversation? And so forth. I, I think one of the most fun things that I get to do directly with my husband, the president, is that we get to interact with student athletes and the marching band. Uh, we take time every year to meet all of our teams. What this means is that we get to interact with hundreds of students one-on-one. We know their names. We, we meet them. We talk to them. We ask them questions about what they're doing, how their university experience is going. And we ask them what is going well for them. What could we be doing better? And this just serves as a wonderful way to reach directly with students and interact and have meaningful relationships. Again, building that bridge. I would say that I'm the unofficial top fan of UWG cheer program. In case you didn't know about UW cheer, in the last 20 years, we have won 27 national championships. And so as the unofficial top cheer fan, uh, I go to nationals with them and I have for the past year, I would do it again set up an alumni family and friends event for them and just show the support that they unfortunately haven't always received, but certainly always have deserved. And I guess the last thing I would say is, you know, I talk about being a bridge between community and the university. So I'm starting to get my feet wet there in the area. I'm now serving on the Tanner Health System Foundation Board I worked with the UWG student body president to get students trained to work in the polls for the 2020 election and volunteered alongside them. And then finally, what we're talking about today is I've been you know, bringing Wolfie Finds His howl to schools and libraries, and will continue to do so over the next year.
1: That's great. And, you know, Tressa, you're a co-leader of the University of West Georgia with President Kelly. So just tremendous work that you do. So let's jump to the fun project of Wolfie Finds His Howl. I, I know you had a vision to create this children's book and it launched in October. Congratulations on that. And it's called Wolfie Finds His Howl. So why did you want to create the children's book? What went behind it?
0: When we came to campus, Brendan was doing a tour of, you know, every aspect of the campus. And he went to print services and found out they had just acquired equipment that would allow us to make any type of book, any type of written material at all with this fabulous binding equipment. And he came back and he said, "Tressa, you, you should write a children's book. And I, of course, said, I am not a children's book author. I don't know what you're talking about, but we talked about it a little bit more and it did sound like a really fun and great idea, but it was never our intention to do it without purpose. Like it wasn't supposed to make money and it, and it shouldn't be just to do it. I, I will tell you the story that I've told everybody else is that when our kids were little, especially our two boys, that we had superhero costumes all over the place, superhero figurines, superhero movies, everything was superhero. And if you love superhero movies, you would know that the best part to any superhero story is understanding their origin. How did they earn their superpowers? How do they become a superhero? And being new to the University of West Georgia, one of the first people I met on campus was Wolfie, and he is a fabulous mascot. But I realized that not only did we not know his origin story, but no one else had bothered to tell it either. So it was a wonderful way to build on the history and the story of UWG. It was a great way to promote childhood literacy in our communities and, and to continue in the work that our College of Education does in you know, bringing up tremendous educators for our area, our region, and our state. So it just seemed like a win-win.
1: I love the book. And everybody that I hand my one copy to, they're like, oh, I want one of these. So anyway, I said, "We'll we'll get some for our team as well. But just talk a little bit more about the purpose of the book and the help in creating it, and then who it benefits, Tressa?
0: Sure. Let's start with that first, because I think that's one of the most important things is that 100% of the proceeds of the book will go to the UWG scholarship fund. You know, it's so critical that we help students not only get into college, but we get them to graduate, that they walk across that stage. And so it's important that we provide an opportunity to remove any barrier that they encounter financially if possible. So that's number one, is that 100% of the proceeds would go there. The the reality is, too, is that we realized that we could, from inception to marketing, we could do this all in-house. It wasn't going to cost us anything. And so when you ask who did this, it was... Yes, myself and President Kelly, who came up with this initial idea and the idea of an origin story. But then we had a fabulous team of people who worked within UWG Communications and Marketing, along with our Vice President of Advancement, Dr. Meredith Brunin. And, and I would say one of my favorite success stories from our crew is that our illustrator, Kendall Plapp, has since accepted a job as an illustrator at HarperCollins mm-hmm. Children's Book in New York City after work on this. So we're just thrilled in that regard.
1: Yeah, it's fabulous. That's what it's all about. You know, and just...
0: And to watch her develop this tiny little wolfie, oh, we just fell in love with him. Then you asked about purpose, why, you know, what else? And obviously the origin story is one and scholarship for our students is another. But it's also really important that when we say, my husband does all the time, that UWG should be a first choice university. Part of being a first choice university is making sure that you win the hearts and minds of young people. You know, a book like this has the opportunity to strengthen your sense of belongingness, of connectedness. The book emphasizes that UWG is, is for everyone, that it's a place of becoming the person you want to be. And I think that's a really important message to put out there.
1: Uh, so much so right now. It's an incredible story, uh, all, one that we, when we read the book, you know, can all relate to, Tressa. And, you know, so let's transfer back up into adults. And we just had our K-12 conference several weeks ago. And the main theme of that conference was just the need to, for leaders to continue to persevere, even though they're really tired right now. Um, and we know, you know, we know that feeling in higher ed. As well. So, you know, as you think about your, the Wolfie story and the connectedness and belonging and the feelings of burnout, what recommendations do you have for other educators who might just need a little spark right now?
0: Uh, yeah, you know, you, you hit on something real important here. When we started on this project, we were just starting to come back to campus amidst the pandemic, of course. And this project was joyful, it was satisfying. It was a team effort and everybody felt so good about it. It was uplifting and so necessary for us to have that in the workplace. And so I would definitely say that I would look to find the joy because even though writing a children's book wasn't in anyone's job description, it was one of the best things that we did last year. And we're all so very proud of what we have created and its lasting legacy You know, from very pragmatic, I don't know, um, my two cents, you know, I was in the classroom for over 20 years. And one thing I asked of myself as an educator during the early pandemic was, what's most important to teach and uh, what lessons were less pressing? And I found that I could let go of about 20% of the course materials and assignments that I was putting forth in my classroom. And as a result, I lifted that burden and stress on myself was able to dive down with greater purpose and drive in that remaining 80%. I know for me personally, not putting that pressure on myself to cover everything and anything gave me a relief. You know, the stress and the burnout are real in every industry, but perhaps even more pressing in K through 12, as you are focusing on today and the health industries, of course. But I would just say, please know that that you as educators are not invisible. The work you do is invaluable and we see you. We value you and I hope that K through 12 educators take as much care of themselves as they would do for their students.
1: Yeah, such a great message and important one Tressa and you know when I ended the conference last week as I mentioned to them I was very emotional about the ending there. Because I've never seen such outstanding leaders in my life come together for two days doing all the right things that we need to do for kids. One step at a time, one, as you're saying, one yeah. step, one, you know things that give us purpose, one step at a time and just keep moving in that forward direction. The book was a hit to bring positivity to Hi. our conference
0: I hope everybody howled at the end.
1: Yeah, I, I, we might have to bring them back to do a big howl again, but they're going to howl the when best. they get a copy. Howl <laughs> at the end. Find your pack. Find your voice. Yes, and uh, they're going to give a big howl when they get a copy, copy of the book. So uh, just appreciate you being on today and, and the work that you've done to provide leadership at the
0: University of West Georgia. Thank you, Trissa. Thank you so much. Thank you for all that you do, Janet.
1: I so appreciate Tressa joining us on our podcast episode today. I've had the great pleasure of getting to know Tressa over the years, and she's become a great colleague and great friend. Just appreciate all the contributions that she makes to the lives of young people, the connection that she has with the community, and the interest that she takes in building a great institution. And of course, We have to thank her for building the story of Wolfie that we'll all now follow. Thank you, Tressa, for being with us. And I thank you for tuning in to accelerate your performance. Look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week, everyone.